Welcome back, everyone. Hello, everybody. Sorry if we lost a few of you last week during that 1992. All when, right. When you talked about... You're taking. You're about to take a shot at me, aren't you? I'm going to take a shot at me, too. Okay. And Squeezer started the show off by rambling off a never-ending list of, of things that happened in 1992. It could have been longer, but it was four in the morning. And then I thought it would be a good idea just to sit there and talk about episodes of Seinfeld that aired in 1992. Hey, we do list things. We just we I did do I, I did go on a yeah we like to list things. We like BuzzFeed and podcast form. I I uh, also went on a little uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes mission, so to speak, during the show to to find discover that creepy Disney show Zubilee Zoo. We should just one whole. I'm gonna write it down now. One whole show just dedicated to creepy shit. Mm. We can do that for like a Halloween show. Yeah, we, oh, th- I have a lot of Halloween ideas. All right, well, we'll like Christmas people have been asking for us to do horror movies. See, I'm so bad at that because I'm a little scaredy pants. Well, so am I, but I could talk. I can yeah, talk. That's true. I mean, I still watch. Like, I like the gore, like bad gory slasher and like Roger Corman kind of right. stuff. I can't do like the whole like torture thing. Like, yeah, the whole well, no, 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 I can't no, get no, into. No, no, but no. I'm talking like, like the real campy stuff. I'm, I could, I could do like. Like the original Halloween, sure. The original. Well, only because I'm just a massive Donald Pleasance fan. <laughs> Loomis, um, did you ever have the? Did you ever see the Mego Doctor Loomis doll from mm-hmm. Halloween? I could do uh, Friday the Thirteenth. You know the original. I can do uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. My mom made me watch that when I was a kid. Really? Give me fucking nightmares, like terrifying. Nightmares. My mom thought it'd be a good idea to watch Killer Clowns from fucking outer space. Yeah, I could talk. Uh, we're, we're giving away our whole show, but it's it'll yeah. be October before we get. We got oh, a couple yeah. months. Like just bad. I like Scream. To... You like Scream, right? That was a great yeah. movie. We, uh, we well, we used to because I wouldn't. That was like a better oh. B movie. But like we would just go. We would Nightmare go to... on Elm Street three. Dream Warriors. Oh, I don't know if I. They can had even... a Dawkins song. Dream. I can't. I'm not gonna uh. sing it. <laughs> I had nightmare. Which one was it? The first one where the the car the kids playing with the ball and the car rolls over them. Mm. Was that the first one? I don't know. I just in the driveway. I just had night. It freaked me out so bad. Because at one point when I was a kid, I did. I was out back and I like in my grandparents' house and I just walked out to the car, opened up the door, got in and put it in neutral. And I'm in the car. It's rolling down the alley. My parents chasing after me. <laughs> Old blue Chrysler or something or other. I forgot what the hell it was. But. You were more like Freddy in that scenario. That <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. we're not talking about horror movies. No. But other people have suggested we talk about action, action figures, figures and only action figure lines. So that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. today. Now, I believe this stemmed, uh, when I saw it, it stemmed from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode that we did. Uh, one of the comments that I saw. Probably. So I figured, why not go right from there? And we didn't talk any figures. Huh? We talked the Technodrome and... Uh, the sewer there, but in this case, I want to talk specifically talk about guys. the big guys, yeah. Right. But like the general action figures. Uh, in this case, I wanted to get a little specific. I don't want to talk. Oh, general. you're kicking it off. Yeah, I'm gonna kick it off. All right, you ready? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, All right, you got a preamble. A little preamble. All right, let's preamble. Pre, we'll call it pre-ramble. Pre-ramble. Um, 
you know, you have uh, general uh, your action figures out there. You have your regular Ninja Turtles and then all the bad guys, which, by the way, I might add, some of the best sculpts, I think, out there are the Ninja Turtles, the, like, enemies for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're yeah. all creative. They're all fun. Mondo Gecko is a good good guy, right? He was uh, a, he was cool a good guy, figure. yeah. Um, but, like, Baxter Stockman. It's uh, just such great detail, and they were just fun, bright, colorful figures. Yeah. Um, they still couldn't help themselves because once you bought the four Ninja Turtles, you didn't need to go out and buy more Ninja Turtles anymore, right? You had those, so... Uh, yeah, go. We have ways of making you talk, oh, Shredder's right, because with the talking turtles, all you have to do is just pull the sound strip and... <laughs> hey, dude, that's my line. Well, how about... <laughs> Sounds good to me. Each of the talking turtles come with two of their own talking flip strips. Plus, you can get more strips separately, so when Shredder talks tough, the turtles always get the last word. Power <laughs> talking. I remember these. Yeah, yeah. I think I had. I had you one. I think rip I the had, strip through them to get them to the top. Yeah. Now you had to do it. You had to figure out the right speed because if you did it too fast or too slow, it just sounded weird. Like my Pee Wee Herman doll yeah. up there. Um. So playmates. Yeah. They took on. I don't want to be. I had mean. the hidden shell ones that you opened the shell up and they had their weapons oh, that's in it. The the uh, storage shell turtles. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I look won. and there's I had like. I, I lost had. It. I think I had. <laughs> I think I had Ralph as well. Yeah. I lost it. My mom wanted to buy me a new one. Um. So there were three, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say there's four here in particular that stand out to me. I'll call them the gimmick turtles. That they kind of, Playmates took, I don't want to harp on these guys too much because they do a great job, but they took a Kenner approach, if you will. Sure. Um, well, Kenner beat this horse to sure. death, but go on. Uh, so they had the talking turtles, which they had these like sewer packs. Like they look like manhole covers on their backs. That a little plastic speaker in it, and you would take these strips that were like eight inches long, you'd feed it through and then put, rip it through, and like a record, it would create a vibration in the speaker, and the turtles would talk and say really fun things like "totally awesome," "cowabunga," "pizza time." Mm. Um, that and the, but the sculpts though weren't great. They were kind of almost like a. They weren't fun to play with because they had these big, bulky backpack things on them. That held the record Plus, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it was the vibration, the strip that made uh, it. it was, okay. Yeah. So you can actually go and buy more separate strips, too. Right. It's like a record on a strip, pretty yeah, much, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they, they weren't fun to play with. They were just awkward. And you didn't, like, for me, like, playing with, like, an action figure like that was about using your imagination. So I didn't need it to talk for me. I was doing that in my head. Uh, I used the voices in my head for good. Of course. Um, then they also came out with the head-dropping turtles. Uh, remember a scene in the movie where I believe it, uh, it was Michelangelo when uh, they took a shot, a swipe at him and he sucked his head in his shell and yeah. popped back out? Well, or was it Raph? Oh, who cares? Or, it or it was Don? Who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or I was it Leo? <laughs> it, yeah. It was one of the four turtles in the Ninja Turtle movie. So they figured, let's make a figure out of that. Oh, they did. Yeah. I don't so, know that. so this line of figures, these uh, also dropped. These were in '91 as well as the uh, the uh, Talking Turtles. So this was year three now. So you had '89, '90. Now '91, you're starting to. We got to make some more money on turtles. So these heads, they you'd push the head in, and it would stick in, and then you would squeeze the legs, and the head would pop out. 
Hmm. I guess it's fun. Again, it's just a little gimmick that I don't think really added anything to the the fun that is Ninja Turtles. I'd rather just have a classic, classic Ninja Turtle. That now, is, what was the last one? Uh, well, yeah, your storage turtles, which, as far as I'm concerned, they, I think they almost gave the original four, like the '89, '90s, a run for their money as far as like sculpt and quality, and they were just good looking turtles. And they weren't anything real different other than their backs opened up. You could store their weapons, which for oh, a little... yeah, they're awesome, though. For a little, and they came with, like, a bunch more yeah, weapons. Yeah, a bunch more weapons. So for a little uh, OCD, uh, OCD freak like me to, like, be able to clean up my, uh, my weapons and store them all there, that was enjoyable. Uh, and then they had the mutations. Uh, do you remember these at all? Did you ever see these? Mm, yeah. I had, I believe, Michelangelo. So, basically, it's like uh, Transformers and Ninja Turtles get mashed together into one action figure, and that's what you get. So, they look kind of like a regular turtle, and then you'd open them up and spin the head, spin the arms. And they go back into a turtle? the little fake legs, in, and they turn into a Ninja Turtle or vice versa. I had, um, I had the Bebop. Really? Yeah. Because I didn't think they ever existed because... In the it came commercial. in like a box with the flap open mm-hmm. to show you a window. It was like bigger. It didn't come in a card. It was yeah. in a box. They were they were they were kind of special because even they weren't even produced yet when they shot the commercial. Because if you watch, it says not yet available. Mm. Uh, I had for Bebop. Bebop. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, he turned into a were, dude. Yeah, they like were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but what, the coolest thing I liked about these turtles was the turtles themselves weren't that great again either. They were a little not nearly as manageable as the other figures. But the pizzas that they came with, mm. the, they had they came with pizzas, and then you would like push part of it down and twist it, and it would turn into like a shuriken pizza. Oh, nice! They were pretty awesome, and they were actually really well made. It was all like it wasn't like a sticker pizza like for the pizza shooter. No, this was like a molded, painted pizza that turned into a throwing star. Hmm. Well, the. Popularity of Ninja Turtle Squeezer. Yes. Led to the, um, let me see, get this right, anthropomorphizing. Anthropomorphize. Oh. Say that again. Anthropomorphize. Say it slower. Anthropomorphize. Anthro- let me say it with you. Anthro- anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. Where did that P, uh, P, I didn't even have the P in mind. I think there's a P in I there. I forgot it. Say At it again. Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. I have to say it fast, otherwise I'm going to sound like I'm wrong. I'm never going to remember that. Anyway, they did that to a lot of animals and see what stuck. Like In... Cecil, Cecil the lion? <laughs> it's a lion. If you don't kill it, it's going to kill you. You ever see Ghost in the Darkness? All right, <laughs> go hug that thing. Well, a comic book artist known for his work on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In 1992... We are now tying back to our last two podcasts. Damn. Went on to create these guys. From Adamu Mesa, a new legend is born. Heroes with girls, hives and horns. Wild West Cowboys. Sheriff Terrell Bull was creeping up a scheme, and his cowboy's game was looking real mean. But Lou Montana's always ready for trouble, and he stopped that sheriff with his quick draw double. Wild West Cowboys. Colorado roped him as a matter of course. Geronimo rode the iron horse. With cannon blazing, he showed him who's best. The good guys win. That's the cold of the West. Wild West Cowboys come with everything you see here. Figures and iron horse each sold separately. 
So the action figures came out in 1991 before the cartoon ever aired. The cartoon actually aired two seasons of 13 episodes. Uh, so the Hasbro produced the action figures. There was only 10 of them in one vehicle, Iron Horse. And uh, Mar- Marshall Moo Montana was fucking heavy as hell. Do you remember these things? I, I remember. I never had them. I always... I had one. I, I think I probably awesome. had Moo Montana. And um, the character Boot Hill Buzzard was the rarest. He was the chase card, the chase figure in, mm-hmm. the, in, the, in the carded figures. Uh and then uh, for the heroes, Dakota Dude was the chase. Was that like, I, I, I get it for like collectors for like cards, but was that intentionally done for like action figures like that? For the thinking that there's a collector's market or they look at it as this is less marketable. It's going to sell less. So they put less in there. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they do it. Hmm. We have to find that out. Um, so the Cowboys and Moo Mesa made a cameo appearance in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fast Forward episode Home Invasion. So later on, they would go go on to to do that. But these figures were really cool. They were on a card, and they were heavy. And when I first saw laid eyes on them, it was we've spoke in, in the past. This is the callback to the past episodes of, of Radlers. The Lenko, mm-hmm. which was a, a precursor to our modern Walmart Supercenter. They had a toy section. And these Wild West Cowboys uh, were, were awesome. They were a lot of fun. And, they, you know, they were really detailed, very much in the style of, of the Playmates Ninja Turtles. They didn't, there weren't many. Like I said, there was ten figures. But uh, cool nonetheless. I and you they never cool. had them? No, I never had them. They just they look cool. They had, like, some, I like the detail to them. I just... It, it was a nice change of pace. I like the size and just the scale of everything. Cause a lot of what I had was a lot of like, you know, the miniature, smaller, three and a half and stuff like that. And five and... It was hard to really mix these in, mm-hmm. so to speak, with other action figures because they were so out there, like you just said. And, but... Kind of like, uh, almost like a troll, like a battle troll... Yes, exactly. But, they, you know, they caught on. They had the, the toy shave sets, the toy aftershave, you know, the bath sets. There was uh, VHS videos released. The cartoon lasted, you know, for a, such a crazy idea, lasting 26 episodes. It's pretty decent because they would, I mean, if what we've learned, cartoons would just get replayed to hell. Mm-hmm. Like two seasons was a lot for a cartoon back in the 90s. And uh, they do comic book crossovers with the Ninja Turtles, and you know they have they still have a life. I think there's still there's still things done with them and their creator in the Ninja Turtle world. But uh, that's one of those things I wouldn't mind seeing in a world where we're rehashing everything and anything that's new is. Uh, I don't want to sound like a ass. Not good. <laughs> uh, it's something like that. I'd rather see. You know, just bring something like that back. Right. You know, don't ruin Transformers. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna ruin something from like our childhood, just ruin something that's on the periphery. It would probably make a good animated 3D movie. Yeah, you know, but just like the TMNT was, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I actually like that that animated yeah. Turtles movie. Anyway, that's my first pick. We're ready for your. This is the next pick. This is something we talked about, isn't it? We we've hit on this a couple times. But I figure now let's. Let, let's tackle. Let's tackle this subject. 
In all history, there's never been another hero like him. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I fight for justice against the evil Sheriff of Nottingham. Robin with a faithful Azim defends Sherwood Forest. Ha ha, I found your hideout. Surrender! You put the Sherwood Forest playset together. Little John, greet our visitor. I, Robin. Figures and playsets sold separately. Ha! Didn't get me. Come on, Sheriff. We got you right where we want you. There's only one Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood. Oh, the the leftover revenge. I mean, Return of the Jedi action <laughs> figures. Um, yeah, the th- this was th- there's they've used molds before and you know done resculpts and repaints. I, I think Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves by Kenner, the 1991 series, is I mean by far the biggest culprit. And uh, what am I going to say? Violator? Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, since they they put clothes on them, I think they they figured they could get away with with it using the old superpowers, the old uh, other action figure lines. Yeah, uh, big on the superpowers line. Well, I mean, you said Return of the Jedi. The Ewok Village is Sherwood Forest. I mean, it was just they repackaged it. They could have just put a sticker over the box that instead of Ewok Village, put Sherwood Forest. Also, there Forest was some done. vehicle. Uh, there was a battle wagon. Yeah, the battle which wagon. Which is pretty that much the same Ewok thing. Battle wagon. Yeah, and I think they also had a little catapult or something too mm-hmm. that was like that. Um, what made me think about this was we last two shows ago or so, like coming up on Easter, we were talking about like toys for Easter. How you know you sometimes got like a figure. Or, or occasional a, a, a f- Game Boy game when you're um, really good. Yeah. I got a remember Huffalumps. Oh yeah, I got a wa- Huffalump Wild that came with the wild su- like sunglasses. That was like my earliest Easter present I can remember, Aww. being like four or five. Yeah. See, I I recalled my uh, my my. Usually got a kite. Yeah, yeah, something weird like that, like yeah. a, a, a like a Nerf football, some like candy, the, yeah, Nerf yeah. football or in a um, kite, yeah. My, mine, the big one I remember that I recalled was the A wing. It wasn't like a micro machine. It was the one in between where they had the, I forgot what the hell they called them. Regardless, <coughs> what I remembered was one year I got the Kevin Costner Robin Hood action figure for Easter in mm-hmm. my Easter basket. Um, which was it in the card, or did your mom find it out of? <laughs> no, I think it was on the card. And I was confused because at first I'm like, oh, wow, you got me a Ghostbuster toy because I thought they got me Vigo. <laughs> because this figure, if you look at this figure, it looks like it's Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. Um, what they he might have had a Vigo mold and they never made it. <laughs> <laughs> what he really looks like is um, the Green Arrow. Yes, he's got the Green um, Arrow's body on. Green Arrow's body to the point where it was the Robin. They took the Robin Body, no, Robin Arms. Should have written that down. But it was the Green Arrow body. Because if you look on Robin Hood's belt, there is a G on Robin Hood's belt. Oh, really? Yes. His top half was Hawkman. Mm-hmm. His bottom half was Batman's legs. Okay. They just shaved off like the boots. Uh, Azim, uh, he had Green Arrow's arms and Shazam's body. The Sheriff of Nottingham, this one is my particular favorite, uh, Lex Luthor's body, uh, Green Arrow's arms, and then do you remember uh, Chainsaw from RoboCop, that figure? Mm-hmm. His head was the 
sheriff of Nottingham's head. They just took that head, painted the hair from like blonde to black, Jeez. and that was it. Uh, I don't know if someone looked at Alan Rickman and thought, wow, this is a spinning image, yeah. or they just didn't give a damn. I'm going to go with the latter. Will Scarlet was Robin's, pretty much Robin's body. I couldn't figure out who the legs belonged to in that. And then Friar Tuck was a Gamorrean guard oh, from Return of the sense. Jedi. Yeah. yeah. They even came with the same mm-hmm. robe. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they really just pilfered the, uh, which I don't know. I think it's kind of brilliant. I don't, I don't think that Robin Hood Prince of Thieves was a large enough market to try to spend a lot of money to try to get kids to, to spend money. Because first of all, it's an R-rated film, you know, and not every kid was, it was still a love story too. So, you know, you figure you can make some toys out of it. They weren't going to do it all from <coughs> scratch. You weren't going to make any money on it. So you had all this and, I mean, I don't think that they were in there just ripping open packages of, uh, from the superpowers line and individually repainting them one at a time. But yeah, they would just use the molds. Hmm. Unless I do like the image of just one guy in there just melting down or uh, boiling action figures apart and then snapping them back together. Okay. My next line that I'm talking about, Squeezer, mm-hmm. you pretty much could have just repainted them. Do you remember hmm, a scene in a movie? Just picture any scene in a movie. Okay. Where a guy maybe will bludgeon someone to death with an object. If you could think of any action figure we had as a kid that could be used to bludgeon a man to death, would you probably agree with me that it was the following? Big Mac to my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got Junkyard Duck. It's World Wrestling Federation superstars. I've got Brutus Beefcake. Here's George the Animal Steel. I've got Great Hammer Valentine. Ricky the Dragon Steel. They're so real. And Rowdy Rock Piper. Can you tell the difference? Wrestling superstars, they're for real. Each sold separately from LJN. Yeah! With wrestling superstars, it's like having a real match right in your own home. There's Jimmy Superfly Snooker. The Iron Sheik. Hulk Hogan. And Big John Studd. And now you can fly them and flip them in the Swing them, Fling them wrestling ring. Wrestling superstars and new wrestling ring, each sold separately from LJN. First of all, for anyone who complains about their boss being a micromanager, Vince McMahon, the owner of WWF, <laughs> had to do the voiceover for the fucking toys. <laughs> Yikes. Can, can I... These were... I, now that I know what you're talking about, can I complete the thought in my head of the movie? Yes. So now you have Pesci... De Niro and Ray Liotta with Frank Vincent on the floor with a solid 30 pound Andre the Giant figurine <laughs> and just pummeling him. Pesci saying, I'll get my fucking shine box and then apologizing to Ray Liotta for getting blood on this floor. And, all while Donovan's his, Atlantis is playing in the background. Right. And his uh, getting blood also on his Andre the Giant LJN <laughs> wrestling superstar. So these guys were were big old motherfuckers. And I had a few of them as a kid. And they came with like posters on the bottom that you roll out and I had them hanging up in my room. 
So here's a fun story I'm going to tell you to keep it short. But so Sergeant Slaughter had a dispute with WWF over his merchandising rights. He would later go on to make a backdoor deal with Hasbro over his likeness, which created a Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe Mm -hmm. and a major character in the G.I. Joe storyline. This pissed Vince off. And they LJN created a, a Sergeant Slaughter, but it was never released and it was sold to Hasbro. Hasbro would later, so it, it was the eight inch LJN Sergeant Slaughter. Because of the contract dispute, the figure wasn't released in stores and it was purchased by Hasbro. Hasbro then made the eight inch Sarge figure available with a mail order tie in with their G.I. Joe action figure line. Hmm. Slaughter was shipped in a plastic bag, which had a chemical reaction to the unpainted portions of rubber. Because the, the all the rubber base was just skin colored, so a lot yeah. of the the garage sales you see these, and it's just like a, a skin tone colored mm-hmm. uh, rubber figure because all the paint wore off. So the the result was these green spots that plagued most of the slaughter figures, uh, and and it was speaking of what we just talked about, the first design of the figure was just a remolded body of Jimmy Snuka <laughs> for Sergeant Slaughter's. Yeah. They're, they're, but their bodies are nothing. You just paint it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These things really were just, they had long hair and short hair. Yeah. That was it. And they just painted them. So there was, there was tons of them. They're really cool. And they're really sought after now. Like if you get a mint condition one on the, on the car, like that's a high priced item. And there were a lot of like, when I got like back into the Hasbro wrestling figures the, the, that we've talked about extensively, like the to the desire to go back to these was I was like oh, I would as a kid I was like oh, I'd like to track down my old Hulk Hogan in the attic and then later California Toy Company would get the WCW deal with uh, after Hulk Hogan left in '94 and went to WCW so Galoob no longer made the WCW action figures the California Toy Company did and they made them just like the original wrestling superstars they're big and rubber. They made like Vader Dents. and Hogan and yeah, yeah, Dance and you could really put a number on a person with those. But yeah, that's that's those LJN. I, I would see them all the time at they're always in that box, that fifty cents a piece action figure box that oh, you see. You see one for fifty cents, you buy it. All right, all right. Because those are worth money. Yeah. There was uh Canadian ones and there was a if you gotta look up, maybe I'll post it on the Rad Years, the Canadian commercial. Of the, of the kid pretending he was Hulk Hogan and another kid pretending he was Adrian Adonis. It was really weird. And hmm. It was the Canadian releases of the LJN. Okay. Fucking Canada. Love them. So, yeah, they once LJN stopped making toys to focus on their horrible video games, the Wrestling Superstars line died with it, which then went to Hasbro. But, yeah, that's our Wrestling Superstars. You ready to talk? Your next guy. Yeah, my next pick, um, I'm predicate this again. Uh, not every action figure line takes off. <coughs> There's some hits and misses. Sure. Uh, it doesn't take away from the fact that you wanted it as a kid when you saw it. It was pretty awesome. Uh, not everyone knows about these. I don't know if you, do you even recall what these, uh, remember these? Uh, neither did Bandai's marketing department. So in that vein, uh, I'm going to play you a random pizza commercial clip. Oh. My brother says it's hip to be square, and Elio's pizza is square, really. 
and you break it off and you stick it in the toaster thing and tons and tons of cheese goes blub 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 and the best part about Helios is my brother has to make it for me which is very convenient Helios pizza from McCain easier cheesier crispier and swear I want some Helios. Oh, now that I see them without their gear on, I remember these. You kind of remember these yeah, things? Yeah, I'm going to talking about Tacky Stretchoid Warriors from Bandai. Uh, they were produced in 1990 uh, in the U.S. Originally, they were uh, released in Japan. What these were, were, how do I describe it? It's, they look like a fishing lure. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. I actually have it. Where is it? Somewhere written down here on this chicken scratch. Uh... Sticky fishing lures. Mm. So they were black, gooey things. Imagine like the stuff that comes out of Stretch Armstrong, but a little yeah. more solid. Mm-hmm. And it was sticky. Uh, you know, like those balls that you would get out of like the vending machine. You could throw it and they would like stick to the wall. The hands. The hands yeah. yeah. And they would also stretch. Yeah. And they would come with suits of armor. Right. And then you could put this armor on them, like bodies, legs, chest, helmet, and all that stuff. And it would look like samurais and ninjas and stuff like that. Um First of all, they were a pain in the ass to get that stuff on because they're sticky. So trying to even get that stuff on was a nightmare. Once you did get it on, now they weren't sticky anymore. All you had was a limp action figure. It's kind of like playing with a G.I. Joe without the <laughs> rubber band in his waist. Oh, that's not good. Um, they also smelled kind of funny. Yeah. The other thing was if you take something that's sticky and you play with it for long enough, one, it's going to either pick up all the oils and crap on your hands, and it's just a lint and hair magnet. Right. So after maybe a couple hours of playing with these things, they were just kind of rubbery torso monsters. Um, they weren't a big hit. Um, my friend, though, the big kid next door that I wanted to be cool for, he had one of these. Okay. And uh, because of that, I wanted one. Mm. Never got one kind of glad i didn't because yeah, i'm sure i got something else in, in hindsight uh they also would just tear like like you would try to stretch them the arm would rip off a head mm. would rip off um and i don't know how you would even play with them because you just have these limp little figures and even when they are sticky i don't get what's so great about them being sticky so in that vein i i digress after that i just wanted to put this out there for people to if you remember these just think back whether or not you had them, if you wanted to have them, if it was worth having them, and if you didn't have them, it was probably worth not having them. <laughs> that was just a convoluted, I won't even call it a sentence. If I do come across any, I'm definitely picking one up at a yard sale or something like that. I doubt they... You probably they, want they, one carded, they, right? Not a grip. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, you get whatever the last... The last 27 years of whoever's house it was in. Mm-hmm. Like attached to it. They have like 12 years of hair from their precious, precious dog. <laughs> oh, it's, now it's, all they have re- it's all they have to remember them. They'll be able to go back and like they'll find one of these things in like 5,000 years and be able to pull the fuzz and hair off of it and clone and bring back whatever creature it was. Or just like just like the amber in Jurassic Park, yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> when the they redo it, <laughs> fucking John see. Hammond will be mining mm. stretchoids <laughs> to recreate old domesticated canines. Uh, speaking of domesticated canines, 
Remember when Hasbro thought it would be a good idea to team up with Capcom to make G.I. Joe branded, I'm sorry, Street Fighter 2 branded G.I. Joe figures? It's the most lethal G.I. Joe team yet, Capcom Street Fighter 2! No way! Wait! It's Kyle, Ryu, Sangi, Blanca, and Dalsim! What's a Dalsim? Oh! Some with real ninja moves! Hey! But Cobra's got Street Fighters too! Vega, Sagat, Balrog! And the Airbusson! They look unbeatable! God! You know them, you love them! So Corrupto! Capcom Street Fighter 2 figures he sold separately! Oh, I like them! It's Capcom Street Fighter 2! What's tougher than a Capcom Street Fighter? A Street Fighter's mother? No! How about the Crimson Cruiser with Championship Edition M. Bison and Street Slamming Missiles? It's not as tough as Championship Edition Guile going boom in his Sonic Boom Tank. Or the Beast Blaster. It comes with Championship Edition Blanca and Chun-Li and fires double trouble missiles. Street Fighter 2! Capcom Street Fighter 2, Sonic Boom Tank, Crimson Cruiser, and Beast Blaster come with Championship Edition figures. Each sold separately. That's a lot of stuff. Capcom Street Fighter 2! You want them, you got them! 12-inch tough, snarling, savage Street Fighters! Ryu's riding with a Kung Fu 1-2! Blanca's gonna bump you! Lyle Guile and you'll go out in style! And Wicked M. Bison comes out slicing! Capcom Hall of Fame Street Fighter 2 figures each sold separately! So... Did you want me to answer your question? <laughs> about if... Do I remember it being a good idea? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I thought these were awesome. Because I was obsessed with Street Fighter 2 at the too. time. I did too. And then, like, Bradley's... Uh, totally discounted because they couldn't sell mm-hmm. the vehicles that were in there. They were just like Street Fighter vehicles that were just repurposed, but they came with the special different colored championship edition figures. So I had Aww. those, and those were so freaking like cool. when you would hit the alternate color, uh, alternate yeah, yep. outfit on the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. yeah, they call it championship edition. So these were neat. I mean, they didn't look anything like the characters, and they're no. weird proportions, but. They, re- they would later make another line for the movie that would come out, that horrible piece of shit movie, hey, which I loved. Hey. <laughs> Rob Julia's last performance. And those, even, those looked actually better for how shitty the movie was. The figures looked better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were, they were cool. And uh, I still remember they were kind of tough to find on shelves at first because they really weren't stocked. I don't think people, the, the stores knew what to do with them. Like G.I. Joe's, but they're bigger cards. Oh, the really? same proportion. Why would they do that? I don't know. It's just They should have the same exact cards yeah. size talking shelf space here right. i mean but yeah that was a there's a short-lived and a little piece of yeah. gi joe I, history i had a, i think i had guile id honda because he was my favorite but he wasn't fat you love sumos i do yeah hmm. <laughs> oh. this is a joke to me man. i i get it now <laughs> i see why i'm here <laughs> you're a sweet boy that's why i love you but yeah i used to have tournaments you did? I'd, I'd have yeah, I'd have torn up um, all my GI Joes, Guile, and then I think I even had a, a Sub Zero when because they yeah, also made more. They made Kombat. a knockoff line, but I don't think it was Hasbro. I, I don't think so because but it, it was the same proportion as GI Joes. Yeah, they 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 were. I think they had more like the the riveted shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't recall, but I would take the um, the pretzel drum tin, which if you're from anywhere around us or another region that loves salty breaded foods you have a you would buy pretzels in a in a tin and i would flip that over and that and that would be my battle ring and then that would be like the pit around it and they would right. like knock each other off to their doom makes sense but yeah i, I would just host tournaments with my gi joes and guile i'm sure he won a tournament or two he had to have yeah 
Anyway, we're getting at the end here. I don't. I remember your next one, but do you have a preamble, or should we get right into it? Oh, we can just say that I was always jealous. Recruit, we're under attack. I'm Marcella, and you're assigned to my rapid assault E-frame. Climb aboard, cyberjack on, close armor canopy. Launch the loading ranges to survey the battlefield. One o'clock, an amphibious assault E-frame. This is General Shiva, you finished traitor. Incoming Neo-Sapien missiles. Let's hit him with our turbosonic rockets. Direct hit! The Neo-Sapiens are retreating. Nice shooting, recruit. You've just earned your place in Exosquad. Did you like these because of Alien? Uh, I, I liked anything mech. Mm. Um, and I mean, this was perfect for like early to mid-90s with between yeah Mech Warrior and... Uh, I mean, I wasn't really a Gundam fan, but they, anything where you could be a guy in a robot suit, I mean, it was just awesome. These were Playmates, right? Uh, yeah, Playmate made these. They still sold these at KB when I worked there. They lasted, they lasted longer than the cartoon. Well, it could have been KB was a liquidator, so it could have just been... Could have been. Yeah. I think that's when I bought mine. And it was slightly... Like, I remember buying this with my own money, like, when I finally could. Because these came out, I want to say, 94, 95-ish. <coughs> um, but the kid down the street, uh, another friend of mine, he had, like, all of these. Mm-hmm. You, you call me spoiled. This kid was full yeah, Jesus. Okay. Um, but he had all of them. And he wouldn't let me play with them. Oh, what a dick. He would have them lined up, every single one, even the big-ass ones that like, like fit multiple people. And I couldn't play with them. I always wanted one. And then one day, like I found one at KB. You were probably working there. And I, I sauntered in with like my mom. I'm like, Mom, stay outside. I'm cool. I can go right. buy my own toys, <laughs> my own money that I got from raking leaves at the Italian market up the street. And they gave me $5 for four hours worth of work. Um... And I got uh, uh, J.T. Marsh's uh, aerial attack E-frame. This thing was pretty badass. So yeah, they're mech suits. The figures were more, I think, like a three and a half inch. They were smaller than the G.I. Joe. But they were really detailed. And you would put them in the frame into their, like, their mech. And they even had a plug. And there was a hole in the back of their neck because you would basically tap into their brain and that's how they, into their spine. And that's how they would control these things. So they kind of, I think the... Waskowski brothers kind of were big fans of uh, ExoSquad and ripped it off. Probably. Um, and then, yeah, then like the arms, the legs, everything would kind of wrap around them and they were really articulated and uh, uh, the missile, you would, uh, for this one in particular, you'd fold the wings up and it would fire missiles out of the top and they would fly. Uh, not Ninja Turtles pizza shooter fly, but they were pretty damn good. I, I put it up there. Better than, uh, than Corporal Hicks's rocket launcher. I'll at least give it that. Um, but yeah, they were just so fun and they, they, every single one was different. Um, they were really good quality, really well, just the, the sculpting on them and the, just the quality of materials. And I'm pretty sure they were pretty expensive too, because it, it figure, cause each one is basically a vehicle. So when you're looking at this playset, you're not, you're not buying a regular action figure. You're buying a vehicle every time you're buying one of these figures. And so those get pricey. Oh, and uh, one other thing. It was initially, it was called X-Force or uh, Exo-Force. And when they were going to do the cartoon, when Playmates picked it up to make these figures, because Toy Biz had the X-Force line, Mm -hmm. 
Exoforce and Xforce are a little similar. They were worried about any violations there for trademark. Mm-hmm. So they actually changed the name to Exosquad in that case. Oh. Yeah. The little Exosquad trivia of the day. Feel free to use that on a date. I might use it tonight. So remember those PSAs that we talked about because of the Game Boy game? Earlier, they're in the early 90s of the crash test dummies. Oh, yes. Well, because the, video, the Game Boy game was based off of a toy line hmm. and a cartoon. It's the incredible Crash Dummies. Hey, dummy, give me a break. We are With their Crash and Bash chair. Crash Dummies. These guys really take a beating. But no dummy day would be complete without a ride in the Crash car. Whoa! Don't you be a dummy. Buckle your safety belt and leave the crash into us. The incredible Crash Dummies. Crash and Bash chair and other stuff sold separately. Did you have any of these guys? I had a couple. I had maybe like one or two individual like of the figures. My brother was bigger into these, uh, but I still liked them. I thought they were so cool. I love that the car had an airbag in it. The little really? thing that put, popped out. With this, it had this like cover over the steering wheel, and it'd pop out, and this little airbag <laughs> would come out, and the car would crack up. Then you have to put it all back together in the guys. But you know, they were, uh, Vince and Larry were the main ones, and then there's Daryl and Spare Tire and Skid the Kid, which I wanted so bad. He was a tiny one. Uh, but the cooler thing, mainly, they had these crack-ups, which were lo- about the size of wrestling buddies, and they, they Velcroed the legs, head, and arms to the torso, huh. and they'd, like, fall apart. You could see these in action in the movie Airheads uh, because uh, they work in the, the – Steve Buscemi's character in The Lone Rangers works mm-hmm. in the toy store, and he comes home. He brings Pip – like the toys, and he has the toy guns. That's where they get the idea to crack up, and he's shooting, and a PC pit playing with one of these crash test dummy crack-ups. I had the purple one, and my brother had the white one. But you know, we had a lot of the toys, and they're actually fun. They're a really cool idea and different from any other toy. Mm-hmm. You know, They didn't last long. The series got canceled, and I think, yeah. next year. But for why they were out, they were really cool and fun to play with yeah my, mine mine i had the individual figures i got one that came with a vhs of a computer animated short that was like uh, like a 15 minute short for oh, okay. crash test dummies um it might have been a giveaway or something with it but uh, I, I just remember eventually mine broke like the buttons like when you would press them like the springs like wore out so yeah, it wouldn't yeah, release the parts and, them, yeah but at that point i would just what car did I use? Oh, I think I used the uh, Explorer, the Jurassic Park Explorer. <laughs> they would get in there, and then that thing would go slamming into the wall. and Because, uh, you know, it had, it, did, it had damage on the front, too, so everything worked out. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's Crash Test Dummies. They're really cool toys, but, you know, they didn't really have, they didn't last. They were different than anything they you were, saw. Tyco made them. That, those, I don't see around. No. And I, I, I think it has everything to do with it being them being small parts. You know, you're going to, the biggest thing you have is a torso, and even then you don't recognize what it is, and, you know, your parents throw it in the trash because it's a little junky piece of plastic. <laughs> oh, boy. So we are now on your last one. Oh, yeah. This is a Kenner. Terminator. I'm back. 
got to find John Connor. But evil T-1000 gets to him first. Hey, back off. Terminator's heavy metal cycle zeroes in and fires. Ah! But T-1000 stands to get even. This is for getting on my bad side. You're next, John Connor. I'm back. Terminator deploys his secret weapon. Hasta la vista, baby. Terminated this time. Terminator is back. These kind of were like the crash test dummies. They'd fall apart, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to just point out that three of my five picks were all Kenner products from 1991. Uh, without even thinking about it. Uh, so Terminator. Terminator. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. And... Oh, I'm sorry. I looked at my notes. Five. My Kenner tactics. I kind of crossed up my notes. Oh. Man, I am a sleepy boy today. You are. We had a, we've had a rough week. A yeah. busy week of, of real work. Um, not that what we do is real work. No. I'll give but... them that. Just, it's a lack of sleep thing. Yeah. Anywho. Um, did you so, have that cool thing that came with the Play-Doh, the biogenesis? No, field? no, I did not. I um, saw that as a kid and I always wanted that. It was in the Ac- looked, Kenner Action Toy Guide. Yeah. There was, um, the, my grandparents lived next door to this other couple that were also grandparents and their grandson was a little older than me. And I think he had that. He had all of these. And I think he was old enough to be young enough but still old enough to have seen the movie at that age i wasn't but i still wanted these and before i had ever seen the movie before i think i even had the toys i actually read the graphic novel that version of the movie of terminator 2 so i read that first then i got some of the toys and then i saw the movie and like why are there toys based on this movie well, for, yeah, why are there toys based on this movie? But my thought was, why isn't anything in this movie look like the toys? Yeah, right. Um, very few. Um, well, I thought the T... T-1000? He had the sharp thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's the T-1000, they, the exploding T-1000 um, was like the... Um, uh, what's his name? What's that? Patrick, uh, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick, yes. Um, From Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, but the Robert Patrick uh, cop version, um, yeah, he had the, he was partially a little silver, had the one like spiky arm, and he would have the same action as like the scorpion alien had. When you press a button, he would explode, uh, like, like in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was also the uh, Blaster T-1000, which was their version of the motorcycle cop. Okay. Now they went very Kenner-ish on this, and uh, what's the line in the movie? He can't like why doesn't he just turn himself into a bomb? And he's like he just makes simple. He can only make stabbing objects. Right. You know, but when you would push his head down, his ass would pop up and fire two rockets out of his ass over his head. <laughs> um. I don't understand why that was necessary. And because of that, he was also very stiff, like you couldn't move him or anything. Uh, so those were the two T-1000s that I remember. Um, as far as the Terminator, they had a whole bunch of these, kind of like uh, same with the Ninja Turtles, how they made different variants. So they had uh, uh, the Techno Punch Terminator, which was like the skeletal version, and that had like the, like the big boss man uppercut kind of action, I, I, I think. And then uh, the power arm Terminator was pretty cool. That was the closest thing to looking like the Terminator out of the movie. Like he had like the leather and the shirt underneath and his face was all scarred up. But you could take off his left arm 
and uh, and you, you could take off his like his arm, and then you could snap on like this claw arm, or you could snap on a rocket launcher. That was pretty cool to play with. Huh. And then they also had um, a battle damage one where you would, I forgot, like move an arm or something. And like, it was like a mold of Arnold. And then when you would press a button, the whole front face half, like top torso, would just pop straight off and it would reveal like a Terminator. Again, they seem so gimmicky. Like, yeah, just give me the legit looking Terminator and I'll find a way to play with it. I don't need you to create a, a, a mechanism for me to not need my imagination. Well, that was Kenner at the time. Yeah, that's what they do best. And I, and there was a motorcycle that was pretty badass. It was right. Pretty heavy. Well, it, yeah, the heavy metal cycle that fired a missile. It was one of the few like motorcycle toys that could actually stand upright. It wouldn't just tip over on the side because the wheels were so wide. Huh. I didn't have any of these. I got um my my friend Matt had a, a couple of these. I'm I'm pretty That's sure these do with them, they, they but came, I didn't have any of them. They came via liquidation. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they weren't a first run. Ooh, I want that toy. It was like ah, they're a buck. But they were kind of fun. I'll give them that. Yeah. But yeah, I shouldn't have been playing with them. Probably not. No. Mm. There's a murderous machine from the future coming to kill a child. Yes. Come with me if you want to live. If anything, I'd be more as a parent. I'd be more upset that we just disregard the laws of physics and time and space. But you know, violence is another thing. Or be plotting to destroy Skynet before it starts. It's already here. It's already here. Well, moving on to something weird. My next pick is an incredible secret is revealed when innocent-looking vehicles and ordinary men become an awesome fighting team. It's the secret of Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Piranhas getting away with the laser blueprints. Condors. Ready to take off. Mask vehicles in place and each sold separately with action figures. I'll let them off the river. <laughs> but Gator's ready, and he never gives up. Surprise, you're through. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Wow! You remember Mask, M-A-S-K? I do. Was that an ABBA song in the background? No, but that's what we're going out with. <laughs> because, in fact, you know, let's just put it up now and we'll go out. With, we've got a minute. So, Matt Tracker, multimillionaire philanthropist. <laughs> can't say that word. And his adopted son, Scott Tracker. Who's a tinkerer and T Bob, and they f and Mass stands for the Mobile Armored Strike Command, K Command with a K. Sure. And they fought Venom, the vicious evil network of man. <laughs> they like their anagrams. Yes. And these were cool little toys, and they had these awesome cars that they you know worked into, and you know I don't know. Mask was really neat and a fun toy line. I like the cartoon that this theme song is from. Mm -hmm. Even better. So. Uh, they were then, it kind of was then bought by Hasbro. So rumor had it, after Iron Man and Thor and Hulk and all the movies and Avengers, mm -hmm. everyone wanted to create a shared universe of movies. Well, the G.I. Joe movies were already out, but rumor had it that in the third G.I. Joe film, they were going to try and incorporate more properties, and Matt Tracker was supposed to be a main character. And then mm. Matt Track, they were going to have the G.I. Joe, the Micronauts, the Visionaries. Remember the Visionaries? Oh, yeah, with the, 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 the hologram on the torso yes. thing? Yes. Yeah. And the, the, the six with the holograms? Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
they were all going to be incorporated into a shared universe. Oh, a Hasbro a, and Paramount shared universe. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think it's it ever not going to happen. That would be awesome. Just, hey, Marvel, you think you have taste? Watch it. And they just vomit our childhood on the, on the cellophane. Actually, it still might be happening because apparently a year ago, April 21st, exactly a year ago, uh, 2016, Hollywood Reporter announced about other guys, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who wrote Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. or joined the writer's room for to, com- to combine these universes. I mean, it shouldn't be hard. Like, it doesn't have to be a good script. Just stick them, you know, just come up with any excuse you need. Just how, make how it does happen. Hasbro own the Micronauts. I thought that was Marvel who owned the Micronauts. Yeah, but I would like to see a mask movie. I would like to see a mask and because mask was kind of like, mm, it's, you know, this be our, kind of our GI Joe and Transformers all in one. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool if they had like a GI Joe Transformers Micronauts. Can, can we just if we do? Can we just step back, slow it down just a bit, so I can see what's going on in the frame? <laughs> That's all I ask. I well, don't need to be, get motion sickness. Let's just take that guy out of the picture. Okay. Michael Bay. But you, he's going to do it, though. Yeah, he's probably going to do it. But yeah, shared universe with Mask. I mean, I like the Mask. I like the cartoon. I had a videotape of the cartoon. I don't think I ever watched it when it aired, but I had a tape that was at Blockbuster that had like two or three episodes on it that we dubbed from our VHS to VHS machine. And I'd watch that all over the time, just be like, like listening to this awesome theme song. And it would be like this whole like holographic like uh, green grid, and then it it cut to Scott Tracker getting on T Bob as a as a thing and popping out of the thing and riding there. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, we're getting a Power Rangers movie. Let's get a let's get a let's mask. Get movie. a mask movie again. They're just you're redoing everything out there. Right. Well, I think from what the Hollywood Reporter and their the trusted source is saying, we're getting a mask movie. It might be a spinoff of G.I. Joe 3 if they ever get that. I movie. think that's the way you need to do you it. You got to do it, yeah. yeah. Have Matt Tracker. Because, I mean, it's not like you're, you're, you're not taking it. Like, I heard there is rumor out there that they're... They'll have to up them, though, gonna, from a multimillionaire to a billionaire. A uh, billionaire. Yeah. But that they're trying to uh, update G.I. Joe for the new millennials. Right. I don't know how they intend to do that. But, uh, I mean, it's not like it's, like, sacred or anything right now, what they've already done with G.I. Joe. So... There's nothing they can, What I'm saying is, there's nothing they can do to to ruin it any right. further. You can just either you know be par for the course or make it even better. Just make it just awesome. Like you I know, say, just re-release the old figures. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. See what happens. I bet kids will like them. I'll buy them. I'll, yeah, or yeah, or yeah. just uh, our you know stupid. Uh, generation with their inability to save money would just squander it on things that they either didn't have as a kid or had as a kid and then lost right and uh just start that collection all over again buying back our childhood to fill the void that is our lives piece by piece (laughs) piece by piece well that was a lot of a lot of something this this week wasn't it we talked to action figures gonna give me a lot of fodder for the instagram account Mm -hmm. the the console wars didn't give me a whole lot yeah there's not much you can once you got conversation got started yeah i was like all right well everyone's kind of that and you know what put their flag in the yeah and at the same point i don't want to um that negative energy that comes with the console wars there's enough of that on the internet that's not where we that's not where we're we're here for particularly out to fight 
No. We love them both. We love we absolutely love them both. Right. So we've said it all about action figures. Not all of it, but about these particular lines. We'll probably talk about all of these at some point. And there's a reason that I, I, I was so narrow on my Ninja Turtles because I can that way I can stretch it out for like Make every that. month I can do a ninja t- different run of Ninja Turtles. Well, we're gonna run on a theme song soon. Okay. But this was another beautiful episode. This might have been our 25th. One day we're gonna have to keep better count of this. Yeah. Well, I got to go back and re-listen to all of them so I can track it because eventually we're gonna start just rehashing the same, not even not the same topics. That's fine. Your eyes get all shifty and crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start like just rehashing the same five stories that I have from my childhood over and over again, and people are going to start getting tired of it. I'll never get tired. We, we got to get out, but I want, I'm by next year, we're going to have talking cheese with Squeezer, <laughs> as requested. You know what? To be fair, that's true. Yeah, I haven't talked cheese lately in the last couple episodes well, we're since, almost, since it was brought up. We're going to have we're gonna have to save it for another week. All right, well, I'm going to go in your fridge and get my, bag, giant of cheese, bag, of cheese, my giant bag of cheese. My giant bag of cheese. And there's some margarita pepperoni in there, too. And some Lebanese green olives. For the Radiers Podcast, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a good night. <laughs>